Cocktails, a comedy podcast exploring stories from behind and beyond the bar. We're your hosts. I'm Shauna. And I'm Matt. There's so many things that are happening. Yeah, fair amount of things. A bunch of things. Fair amount. I got a bunch of things. I've just been busy and I got a story. I, I had something that happened this week. It's All right. Of, yeah. Tell us about it. Because sometimes things happen, sometimes things don't happen. And this weekend, something happened. <laughs> Something did happen. Something did happen. Uh, Regale us. All right. Brace yourselves, everyone. I hope you have something to drink, because we do. And uh, we... So, okay. Let's back up. So, working Coles downtown, DTLA, baby. And there was a gentleman who came in with a group of friends. They were having a good old time. Not suspect of anything. Like, we didn't think anything of it. But after they were sitting there for a second, security guard comes in. One of the best guys ever. Shout out to the security guard you know who you are uh <laughs> love you and he comes and goes dude just like pay attention that guy's been drinking probably don't want to serve him anymore we're like cool noted not gonna serve him anymore luckily we didn't have to get in a confrontation at the bar right talk about before sometimes if you have to do the cutoff situation at the bar it can get a little crazy people get a little offended people throw punches people throw up you know the things uh, a lot of throwing involved yeah like the, people don't like being cut off so thankfully this wasn't the situation at hand that i'm talking about but the situation at hand was he left on his his own free will we didn't see we only gave him a beer perfect and he left you know that's when you get to take a deep breath you're like whoo dodge a bullet don't have to deal with him he's out he's gone somebody else's problem <laughs> we don't know what's gonna happen the rest of the night for this guy but it's not our problem it's out of our hands um and we always hope for the best uh but sometimes that doesn't happen so what we didn't realize was until we heard a big slam on the side of the window was he didn't leave as graciously as we thought he left kind of as a butthole <laughs> <laughs> so this whole fight happens amongst our security guard the best and we watch this whole thing go down through like peering through those slats of the windows like, like little like, children ready like, for like santa claus children's or like little <laughs> pussies that didn't want to get involved and uh but then all the other security guards because we live on this or live we work on this block same uh yeah live work same shit all the security guards of the bars that are on this block kind of have like signals and they know when to help each other out and so the, the, all the other security guards came to help our security guard out and we watched him uh, and he had him in a headlock and then from the headlock they tackle him down to the ground on his stomach and his hippie hair was like hanging in his face and he looked so sad <laughs> they had him in, like in handcuffs they handcuffed him Oh my gosh, it was oh one of my favorite parts of the whole scenario that went down with this was he's like laying on the ground screaming like a banshee. And um we're like, why is he screaming like that? We're like he's like, I'm gonna get away from the microphone for this, but he's like, <laughs> All the people in the area of downtown of the vicinity, they all come to watch this guy get tackled to the ground and handcuffed. And as he's throwing this fit and they're all taking pictures of him and videotaping him with their iPhones and, you know, cellular phones and all that stuff. They're, they're telling him, they're like, calm down, man, calm down. Take a deep breath. Just count to 10, man. Chill out. <laughs> like everyone's like room for him to like chill out, but he's not having it at all. He's like come having a complete meltdown, you know? Anyways, the police come, they take him away. Everything calms down. I go outside and I'm like, dude, what happened? First of all, you're badass as a motherfucker. You like handle that like killer. And uh, okay, so basically 
the guy left the bar, you know, from the one beer we served him, walked out the door, turned a quick left where the security guard was sitting on his little post that he's just like chilling, minding his business, basically. And right before he walks up the steps to get to the street level, he like walks by and like open hand slaps our security guard in the face. Smart and- decision. <laughs> now, little backstory about our security guard. He, you know, I think he's around 60 years old, built like a freaking like tank. He's got to be like 250 pounds, like all muscle. His arm muscles are larger than my head. And he used to be a bodyguard for Tupac in the 90s and also worked for the LAPD, like on special forces during the enti- that entire like decade of policing. Yeah, policing, which was really insane in the, that time. <laughs> and he's like an ex uh, military man of some sort. I want to say what's the one like I don't I don't know the military stuff. Army, well. Marine, Marine. Yeah, I'm going to go Marine. Uh <laughs> We'll go for it. (laughs) I'm saying Marine. And so, yeah, this guy is like a machine. If something's going to go down, he's got it down. But he's like the kindest person ever and so crazy, amazing, intelligent. And we always have the best conversations. (laughs) He's one of my favorite people. So it was like, so like, get him, Brian, get him. One, two, like, kind of like, calling an old timey boxing match. He gives him a left. He gives him a right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, But and me behind like the slats of the window. (laughs) Yeah. Like like, a little child. Get him. Yeah. Just get him. Yeah. So anyways, he like handled it. The guy got arrested. But like, long story short (laughs) or long story long, I don't know how long this has been taking. Um. Don't slap your anybody. security guard. Yeah, or, uh, or security anybody. guard. Okay. I mean, okay, I'll I'll condone like a slapping of a like if it's necessary or like if it's like <laughs> do something bad. You're like you're an asshole. Slap or something. You know, which I don't even know if that's necessary. You can talk everything <laughs> through. Talking is a very powerful tool. Don't slap your security guard. They're here to like look out for you, and that's their whole job is like look out, make sure everyone's okay. So don't be the one that's not okay and slap it. <laughs> yeah, because it will not be okay for you. So yeah, that was my incident of the week. Nice. Mine right? was not that as involved. Well, um, what do you got, Matt? So this past weekend we had, uh, we're kind of in a pretty nice little area of uh, Silver Lake. And uh, it's rare that we have any type of issues. But uh, our security guy was out front and this kind of homeless guy or transient person um, walks up to him and is like, hey, can I get a can I get one of your pens? I need to write my rhymes. Our um, the restaurant has a side entrance that opens up into the dining area and you can get to the bar from the back, essentially. So this guy walks away from our bouncer, somehow figures out that he can come through the back and he comes into the bar and, and we're serving. So it's two two bartenders and we don't notice him because we didn't know about the incident, really. But I'm in the furthest well from where the back entrance is. And my other bartender sees this happen. The guy walks up to a dude who's signing a check takes the pen out of his hand and like writes something down and then turns to the to the guy who's just like what's happening he's like who the hell are you <laughs> and then takes the pen and just walks out the front door and the guy's like what is going on <laughs> i just got robbed of a pen i think but it was just so random like who the hell are you yeah, i think that's hilarious like nope not gonna help me here i'm gonna go around the back yeah and i'm just gonna take some random guy's pen and call him out being like you're an asshole and he just like whoop <laughs> right then well, calls him out like what are you doing here like uh that guy's hilarious yeah wonder who it was he a is. fun little story that's great yeah and no one and he was so quick that no one could do anything about it yeah he just like left he like knew what he wanted did it and then left i want to hear his rhymes yeah, i know presumably he's writing them somewhere oh my yeah. god if we could find that guy and find his rhymes 
One time I was bar- she'll guarantee you. I'll guarantee you a still something from here. This real quick. This, that reminded me of the time that I was bartending, actually in Silver Lake, and a guy came in off the bus, and he was schizophrenic, and I'm kicking myself to this day because um he was telling me about his experiences as being a schizophrenic and he wanted a water or a soda and he was he was trying to trade me his journals for like a beverage like even a water because he didn't have any money and i was like dude dude i don't want to take your journals those are really important there's no way i'm taking those from you you know um but yeah let me i'll get you whatever you want i'll buy you a drink like whatever you're like and i sat there and talked to him for a while and he was so interesting and batshit crazy to social standards but i was like I should have took him up on it. I should have got one of his journals because I'm sure it was incredible. If I ever see that guy again, I'm taking his journal. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, he has no idea what's happening. Oh man. So yeah, that's like a little bit about some good stories. Yeah. Our, our life this week and, um, kind of the terroir that we like bartend in, you know, and speaking of terroir, we are sipping on something that brings me, into where I grew up. Ooh. In the terroir that I grew up in. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, our our sponsor this week is something that's near and dear to my heart. Um, I'll just get kind of into it. We have St. George Spears as our sponsor this week, which, Woo-hoo. oh, man. Thank Heavy you. hitter. Yeah. yeah. It's like one of my favorites in, of all time. And we've got to interview Lance before, and we, you know, we're, we're super stoked that they are supporting us. So, Thank you, St. George, and a little bit about them. They are located in Alameda, smack dab in the Bay Area of California. They are independently operated, and I can't read my writing, innovative. (laughs) (laughs) Independently innovative. There you go. I have no idea. Extraordinary. I don't even know what that word is. It looks like a V and an E and an X and T. Very extraordinary. I have no idea what I wrote there. Uh, Not only do they have the terroir gin that we're sipping on right now, they also have an amazing catalog that includes single malt whiskey, agricole rum, absinthe. Yeah, they're making absinthe. Multiple gins, vodkas, liqueurs. And they basically kick ass and take all names as far as the spirit world goes. Mm-hmm. So thank you, uh, St. George, Lance, and everyone involved in that product because we're happy campers. Yeah, it's delicious. And campers know what terroir is because it's like camping. It's like drinking a campsite. <laughs> so they say. This gin is way better than that, just no, as of note. Um, and so, yeah, what we are drinking is an incredible cocktail that our mixtress came up with, and she really thought the process through of like where everything was coming from. So, Adele, our mixtress is here. Guess who's back? Just back again. Boom! Boom. Our, our mixtress, Boom, is here. She always knows just what to make. She'll pour, she'll stir, she'll even shake. What she serves is what you'll drink. And when she's done, you just can't think. Cause she you're drunk. drunk. Did somebody say terroir? I did. I did. <laughs> yeah, this is this is I actually got introduced to this gin by Shauna. Cause she was like, dude, this smells like home. Her being from Santa Cruz. And I'm like, dude. Your home smells delicious. <laughs> and I actually really, really fucking love this gin. This is one of the bottles that no matter what, you'll always find at my house. Um, and for this cocktail, we were talking about it. And um, just like Sean always says that it's it smells like Santa Cruz in a, in a glass bottle. And I agree. And it also like we 
when we talked about making this cocktail, we talked about only using ingredients that are like have something or some relation to do with California. So we're going to do a simple martini just to um, highlight the spirit itself. But we infuse the martini with chanterelle mushrooms, which are a forage from California, uh, Northern California. Then we use or um, some citrus because that's also a very California thing, just a citrus oil. And uh, and gin, just very, very simple, very straightforward. We did a little bit of absinthe rinse, which is also from St. George. You mentioned that before, and it's delicious. And yeah, it's very simple. This this gin is super, super botanical. It's like sage and laurel, and it just smells like a Christmas tree. I grew up in the desert, so like for me, camping is a very special thing. I don't do it often. I didn't grow up around trees or anything, just like sand dunes and snakes and, yeah, nice a little bit of danger <laughs> a, little, a little bit of danger a lot of heat um and so this is it smells like to me it smells like camping it which i love nice. i don't do often though so i just rather drink this gin right actually i hate the outdoors so i just rather drink this gin <laughs> and nice. not go camping to be entirely honest there we go it's a good alternative yeah but uh yeah we're still in the sponsor and uh thank you guys enjoy cheers thank you we are so awesome. Thank you so much, Adele, for like putting all that thought process into that cocktail. Uh, we appreciate it. St. George appreciates it. And our mouths appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So Speaking of mouths and talking and stories, we have a guest tonight. We do. And by golly, I'm so excited about it. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> my, oh, my. Let's get right into this introduction. This is a friend of mine, somebody I've known for, I want to say, a couple of years now. Um, and this is somebody who's, I say is influential in the cocktail world of Los Angeles, have worked, has worked at an amazing, uh, bar in Los Angeles cocktail bar. That's really it's a constant. Yeah. Constant. And is well known nationwide. I would even say maybe internationally. So without further ado, we have Mickey Cristola. Yeah. Hi, guys. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thank yeah. you for coming. So, Mickey, you have been up to everything right now. Yes, up to my ears. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I didn't introduce where and uh, before where because I always like to leave that up to the guests if they would like to introduce where they work because sometimes stories complicate the sto- uh, the location. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Uh, so, I recently have left my long-standing <laughs> senior bar shift uh, at the Varnish to open up a new bar inside Union Station in downtown LA. Uh, it's called the Streamliner. Yes. It's connected to a brewery that also just opened up from the same kids that are making beer for Arts District Brewing Company. But we had this bee in our bonnet years ago that we love the cocktails that we make at Varnish and they're very, there's a, there's a lot that goes into them and they take a while. And then there's just, there's a kind of heaviness that goes with making the drinks. We kind of wanted to get the same product, but streamline it for, <laughs> for lack of a better term <laughs> and just get you a faster cocktail at the same quality at the same quality. Um, and for probably a little bit of a price discount. So uh, yep. Yeah. So, uh, I think, I think we've succeeded in that. Um, That was the brainchild for opening this place, and that's our concept behind it. Hmm. One would say a streamlined concept. That's very streamlined. I feel like like you can pun pun that one a lot. We were going to do pun not intended, but it is pun intended. It's uh, the (laughs) name just it fits for what we are trying to do or we are doing. And so. I have been there. Uh, I went there for the opening party of yeah. of the Streamliner and in Union Station, and 
Mickey, you're actually a told me some of the history of Union Station, which I had no idea. And anyone who's never been to Los Angeles, this is a space that is incredible. I don't think I've ever walked into a bar, brewery, distillery and had to stop and sit back and say, wow. Yeah. It's a part of history. Yeah. It's, first of all, the, the, the Fred Harvey house is as it's the Harvey house uh, is the main restaurant area that you walk into when you walk in and it's huge vaulted ceilings. It's meant to look like the inside of a whale. Like it's got some ribbing on the top um, that kind of look like whale bones. It's beautiful, uh, like faux Navajo flooring booths everywhere, banquette booths everywhere. Um, A huge bar in the middle that's just been redone and gorgeous. It was originally built in 1939 Fred Harvey built a lot of his restaurants, which were kind of like um, quick service. So he built them along train routes, which mm. was very smart of him. So mm-hmm. you get off the train, have a quick meal with your family or whatever, and then get back on your train. Turn and burn. Yeah. Uh, the issue that he found after opening that place in 1939 was that there were GIs coming through Los Angeles because of World War II. They were on their way you know, throughout the Pacific and Union Station in Los Angeles was a main hub for that. And so they built a sidebar, which you'll tell by the floor inside the streamliner is actually the outside tiling. Huh. Uh, they oh, what? enclosed the breezeway to our bar in 1941 to uh, build an extra bar for all the GIs who didn't want to have a quick meal and leave. They had time to kill until their next train somewhere huh. for their next deployment. So they had a place to uh, drink and smoke. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I didn't notice that. I wish I next time I'm in, I'm going to look at the floor now. Yeah. And there's there's only little bit that we could actually change from it because it's all part of historic. Pretty art deco in style, right? Or the, the Fred Harvey room is. Uh, we are actually Streamline Modern, which actually also. Oh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Streamline. Uh, it it's all a makes very, sense. Yes. It's a very long bar. But there's beautiful fluid walls almost and just these little details. So it's like bubble glass on the booths. And you guys uh, didn't change any of the aesthetic of it. It's uh-uh. been there. It, yeah. Uh, we couldn't change it. So uh, we could throw some paint on. And the booths, um, you know, we reupholstered to go for like a kind of color. Uh, and the bar, actually, we couldn't change either because that's historic. Doors to the front are these beautiful copper, almost um, like a tufted... Like a tufted copper, you know, you put the little, like a couch with the little buttons in there. Yeah. Oh, oh, nice. Um, Okay, I know what you're talking about. So those have been redone. They're not original because the wood was rotted. Ooh. Yeah. Not really good for security. No. The door that's rotted. (laughs) Let me in, smash your foot, go through the door. That was easy. Uh, and the center of the bar is all original as well, which uh, if you go in, it's it's beautiful glass and there's like just a stunning bar. Long overdue for me to go. It seriously is pretty new. I'm excited for you, and I love going there. It makes me feel magically whisked away to like a bygone era, but then also like incredibly modern too. And specifically, the what you guys are doing behind the bar, the aesthetic is like preserved, which is incredible. But you guys are doing something that's very highly modern, and I do know about certain bars that are streamlining like cocktails into kegs. Mm-hmm pre-batching you know we've all been doing this for some time now mm-hmm. you guys are doing it a little different though a little and bit i want to talk about that process yeah. because when i came in there one thing you may or may not know about mickey is 
she likes martinis. <laughs> and, <It's> true. <laughs> and uh, she makes an amazing martini. And that's why when I went in, I ordered a martini because I was like, okay, if everything's and how being fast batched, did you get it? Uh, <laughs> it was so streamlined fast. I couldn't even like I, oh I couldn't even see it coming. So the thing, yeah, if you order, so I love I loved working at Varnish. I loved my tenure there. Our martinis, we loved making them. They just take so much time to get a martini in seconds. It was like a revelation, like, why aren't we doing this? This is so great. Because it, it is, it's just math. It's putting together your ingredients, the right dilution, and getting it the right temperature. And it should be ready to serve. It takes a little of the theatricality out of it. But to get a drink in your hand in seconds, I think that's a great, I mean, I'll take that. I'll take that. Much it's, less a martini. It, and it's an every, everybody wins scenario. Yeah. Because, okay, maybe you're not going through the theatrics of stirring. But ultimately, what's everyone's main goal when they go to a bar? To have a drink in your hand. Exactly. Yeah. And what's everyone's main goal of a bartender behind the bar? Put a drink in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> the more drinks you put out, the more money we make. Yeah. 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 So, and especially if it's done in a like beautiful way, and still people are wowed. That's 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 tips in pocket. Yeah. Which is awesome, and that's what what's that's what we're all here for. And um and hey, the faster you chug that martini, you can go catch your train, dude. Yeah, jeez, <laughs> really martini smart. that's in my hand in seconds is a dangerous thing. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I do have to tell you that the martini at Streamliner, the batched martini, I was like, we'll see about this. I was a little skeptical because I've had the batched cocktails before, you know. Yeah, and um, and I, it's like, okay, yeah, they're they're drinkable. I'm happy. I'm have a drink in my hand. But that's not the case of the Streamliner. The case of the Streamliner is, I'm happy. I have a drink in my hand. And then you sip it and you're like, you motherfuckers. How the <laughs> Holy fuck shit. did you do that? How did you do that? Like, and so I don't know if you want to give up secrets, but if you want to let any, like, kind of like a process of like where you guys mind thought or your mission at the Streamliner and how that works is like really genius. I think uh, what we wanted to do is take our favorite cocktails that we have at the, like a classic cocktail or favorite classic cocktails that we make at the varnish and figure out a way to make those quickly and without wasting a lot of ingredients. Like our blended drinks, they're blended but better. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, typically, like if you make a daiquiri, you mix lime juice, simple syrup, rum, and then you put a block of ice in there and you shake it and you shake it and you shake it and then you, you dump it out in a glass and you pray that it's diluted enough, you pray that it's cold enough, but you serve it. So we've taken the exact measurement of lime juice with the measurement of dilution that you would get through shaking it and the sweetener, the little bit of sugar in there, and frozen that in a block. What? Uh, so that at the end of the night, you're not throwing out any juice. Like we're using all of the things that we're we're getting. Like we, we get our juices from Juicy, which is yeah. awesome. <laughs> hey, Juicy. Shout out. <laughs> um so we get the quantities that we want. We're not we we're we're doing our part to not waste a lot of ingredients. That's awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. And then we take that block, and if someone orders a daiquiri, we put that in a little milkshake tin. Put up whatever rum they want on top, or our rum, our choice. Uh, we like the mint daiquiri; it's kind of refreshing, so we throw a little mint in there. And then we take an immersion blender, and we blend your drink. Uh, you you do a hand immersion uh -huh, blender a hand in, immersion blender in the tin. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, and once it's blended, it's ready to go. Put in a frozen glass. It's so oh cold. Oh my gosh. 
it's not icy because it's not like a blender blended drink where you're, mm-hmm. you know, you so, add so much ice in those that it ends up just icy. It's not and icy. And then at a certain point, you're just drinking water. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like kind of weird water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, that was a revelation to start making those just freezing blocks and seeing what works. That's, That's so cool. I've been on a daiquiri kick lately, so. Oh, there you go. That's your Martinis next stop. and daiquiris? Are you kidding me? Yeah, this is like the stop. The bar is the bartender stop. It's like, wait, I get all the things I love in quality in a speedy time. Boom. Forget it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I plan to forget all those drinks I'm drinking. <laughs> After all those drinks, yeah. Yeah. Geez. For sure. I've also made a little snack program to go along with the drinks too, because I feel like it's really important to snack on things when you're drinking. Uh and they're all without utensil, portable as well, if you want to take, you know, grab a drink. And head on your train and take something to go. Uh, oh, cool. I encourage that as well, or have a snack at the bar. Awesome, That's great. Um, for any listeners that do visit LA and maybe are taking the train through Union Station, it is not directly in the main terminal. It is a, like out. A, what would you say? That's like the south. There's like a little courtyard. Um, I guess that'd be south. Yeah. The so south the main side. terminal has all those beautiful wooden benches, uh, and if you're walking out toward Alameda. You'll notice like tracks is there and there's a crepery right now. <laughs> uh, but if you exited the courtyard to your left, which would be south, uh, you'll notice a huge wall of windows and it says restaurant. And that is the brewery that was the Fred Harvey restaurant. Uh, Streamliner, if you'll just peek your head to the left a little, you'll see these gleaming copper doors and that's us. But you can also get inside uh, our bar through the brewery. So the brewery and the fact that you've built all that in, because my dad and I used to go to Union Station pretty frequently because mm-hmm. when I was a kid, we just hop on a train and, and then we take one of the lines to the end. And it, worst case scenario, it's like a fun little ride. Yeah. Where you go to Universal or something like that. So it was a blast. But we never ate. We never did. We never did any of those like little bar things or anything. We'd always just roll through. Well, the nothing was in there since the 60s. Okay. So it sat there as so it is it, since the 60s, untouched until now. Yeah. No way. It's I like didn't a, realize it it's was a preserved just... little like specimen of the past that's just sat there. Oh. But you were explaining why, why it was untouched. I mean, there's a lot of uh, hands that are involved in Union Station. There's Metro, there's Historic. You know, there's a lot of hands in there. And I think they were just looking for the right tenant, mm-hmm. I guess. And it, you know, it, it, it worked out. <laughs> and the timing's perfect too. I, for this cocktail scene. Yeah. It's been used a lot for filming, I'm sure, in those past. 50 years or so and that's like sustained it yeah yeah that makes yeah. sense but i'm glad that they gave someone else a cho- chance because now everyone gets to enjoy it well it's brought back to what it originally was intended as i mean it's a beer hall now rather than like a sit-down restaurant but uh it's bringing people together which it, that main room is meant for that it's just it's gorgeous and it's <laughs> 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 the ambi the podcast dog like <laughs> Fuck with us. Yeah. Just opening doors on her own. Okay. <laughs> I think she's trying. What she wants to do is like guard. Yeah. Go guard. You can go guard. Nah. No? You okay? Did you do your job? Okay. You did a good job. Okay. I'm going to shut this thing. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyone who's listening, go check it out. Go check out Union Station, the Streamliner, the brewery. You're not going to be disappointed at all. But we are here for a specific reason. Stories? Yeah, stories. Yeah, I love stories. I love stories too. <laughs> uh, so if you um, let's uh, kind of settle down, grab yourself a drink. We're still sipping on ours, and uh, 
Let's go into this crazy, crazy uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. insane world of bartending with this story. Oh. Um, speaking of cutting people off. <laughs> <laughs> what? Bringing that in. Okay. So I'm of this mind. I love hospitality. And as a bartender, it's nice to be hospitable. But also, it's not our own house party. It's not like it's a joy. To, I'm not, it's not a joy to be there every night. It is work. <laughs> um, and if you're at your own house, you know, you can have people leave. But if you're working at a bar, you have your open hours and you can't make people leave. For the most part. Mm -hmm. You're right. You have to be there. Yeah. Open you're hours. You're stuck. You're there if you cry. You're, right. You're it's happy. like, buck like, up. Yeah. Go, go make another old fashioned. <laughs> you if somebody cry throws into something, the glass. Yeah, if somebody yes. throws something at you. Right. You, you have to wash yourself off and then continue to work. Correct. Yeah. Yes. There's a lot we put up with that we wouldn't at a house party that was our own. Mm -hmm. um, we have a last call for a reason. Everyone wants to go home. We have a last call so that we can get the patrons out. We can start cleaning. You should go home. We need to get home. And we had, I can't recall if it was like a New Year's or if it was just another Friday night, but it was just after two. And the law says, glasses out of hands, you're done. Like, no more serving, nothing. Yeah, that's, Patrons have to leave. That's California law. Yeah. It's, it's, you have the legal right to take the beer out of the person's hand. You are not allowed to drink that beer after two o'clock. Yes, yes. Um, and I was working with another gentleman behind the bar. And lights are up. It's after two. And this guy in a suit is standing at the bar. Large, large guy. And he's like, I just want a glass of water. And we're like, sorry, man. Like, we literally cannot serve you anything. Please, you just, security's right here. Like, we got to go. We got to go. And he's like, I just want a fucking glass of water. And we're like, Ugh. So my gentleman, buddy, pours my glass of water. He drinks it and then throws the glass at him. <gasps> what are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why? Jesus he Christ. Physically throws the glass at him. Yep. It hits the side wall. Like it went it went straight through the air, shattered against the back wall. Luckily it didn't hit anyone. Oh my God. And I have a little chip on my shoulder from that. And I'm like, I will stick with my guns. I will not serve anything after two. <laughs> that was like a learning experience. That was a yeah, experience. Because you never know. Right. Like you could suddenly turn into an asshole. More yeah. of an asshole. Well, yeah. I kind of think like, like an assault situation. I feel yes. like that's a very specific situation as to where if you're a bartender and you say something, you say this is the rules or this is what's happening right now, and mm -hmm. somebody disagrees with it and mm -hmm. argues with you, it's like that is the situation of somebody's drunk and it's not going to go in a good way. Right. That's how I see it. It's like that guy. Worst it didn't case, matter. Right. It didn't matter. He was going to. Worst case scenario, he wouldn't have had a glass of water and he would have left. Yeah. I would mm -hmm. assume. Yeah. But then giving into something, he wants to show he's a big, strong man yeah. that he got his way or whatever. Yeah. And nearly hurt somebody very badly. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? So what was the outcome of that? What happened? The security guard bust him out or. Yeah. He's like, oh, time to go. You think? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's very calm for what just occurred. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. if that was a household situation like you're mentioning before, if somebody did that at your house, you'd be like, clean that 
up, you child. Like, what yes. are you doing? You don't throw a glass in my house. Mm-mm. You need to clean that passive. up and you need to leave. Mm-hmm. Like, you've had too much. It's time to go, sir. And you're not invited to any more of my parties. Yeah, and you can't come anymore because you're a big jerk. <laughs> and that's the best case scenario. You get, like, five of your house guest friends to knock that guy out and take him out. Like, that's true. Because that's, like, a no-holes-bar situation. Like, you're, you're going to punch somebody or hit somebody like that? Like, that's not cool. Mm-mm. People can't get very, very Also, violent. what are you serving at your house parties? Yeah. What's happening? <laughs> yeah. Why is it so violent? <laughs> boxing gloves. Yeah. Is, like, they don't want boxing gloves. You gotta serve some lasagna or something. Yeah. Like, get a base. Yeah. <laughs> a pasta base. Ooh, lasagna. I love. House I, party lasagna. Well, and I love the red sauce in lasagna. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's one of my favorite sauces, uh, any red Italian red sauce and anything that's like juicy and, which uh, it makes me think of Bloody Mary's too, you know? Mm. And, um, uh, it's interesting that we started talking about this. What's that? Oh God. <laughs> Came out of nowhere. Despite sitting across from me. Our special guests here. Um, Specialist of guests. It, <laughs> I'm not sure what that means, but. <laughs> 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 I caught Matt off guard. You know there. what? I don't know either. <laughs> I'll have to think on it. So, I, I'm sorry, Matt. I I want to apologize because I'm kind of a dick because I got this email from our guest. This was, I'd say, maybe a month and a half ago. Yeah, two uh, two months. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, two months. And um, <laughs> this is I didn't introduce you before, so you might have. Yeah, it was weird. You and may have thought we were this eating, was just. I, this, he was just staring at me. Yeah, and you may have just thought this was like a glass of something uh, that we is, were admiring i don't know but uh this is bloody mary this is the real bloody mary and bloody mary contacted me about two months ago and <laughs> oh my god what is she doing hey hey yeah it was just the boss was just staring at me this whole time when we were upstairs oh yeah and so I'm, i apologize i didn't introduce you because i just thought maybe you would know you would know who this is but yeah we have bloody mary herself hey kids how you doing <laughs> So well, Bloody Mary. I'm really happy you're here. I'm so happy to be here. Um, so let's like ba- give listeners a little like background of what what's going on here. So, Bloody Mary, you contacted me via email mm-hmm. um, two months ago. Yes. And do you want to let listeners know what your whole mission was about contacting Talk Tales the podcast? Yeah, I got I got a little bit of a song about it. You may have heard tales of a mirror And possibly a queen These are the facts and let me tell ya There ain't nothing in between I'm the true Bloody Mary that no one seems to know I'm here to tell you the truth That's why I came here on the show My name ain't Bloody Ruth Now sit back, relax, there's no need to think Hope you got some time I'll tell you why I am this drink. Does the end of the song have to rhyme? Oh, I did it. Oh, great. Perfect. enjoyed that um and okay i understand now listeners i hope you do (laughs) (laughs) i think it's fairly clear i have a motive and it is it is direct 
we need to talk about. Well, it's not super important. I just wanted to be here and meet you guys and talk about me, Bloody Mary. But we can talk about whatever. <laughs> well, no, you're here. You took time. You traveled how far? Oh, millions of miles. Yeah. No, but I'm very small, so miles seem bigger. I'm not sure. That's true. You are about, you stand about six inches high. <laughs> six and a half. Thank oh, you. Oh, oh I'm nice. sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. How dare no. you assume? <laughs> <laughs> I came across town. I took a bus. I wanted to talk about the benefits of Bloody Marys, the myths of Bloody Marys. The benefits of Bloody Marys. <laughs> There's twice the benefits. Twice. You can have them at night. You can have them in the morning. Society's not going to judge you, Bloody oh, Marys. Bartenders might. <laughs> that's, that's, I got a bone to pick with the three of you. Oh, How do you feel about oh. Clamato? Clamato, Schlamato. <laughs> I'm not here for no Clamato. I want organic Trader Joe's tomato juice. <laughs> Trader Bare Joe's. minimum. Bare <laughs> minimum. I live next to a Trader Joe's. I just like it. No, oh, nice. Is, so that's what you drink? I mean, if I can get it, <laughs> sometimes you got to settle for V8, but, so you want to go Ooh. for that. I, I'm, all, I'm very curious as, as to how you get around as Bloody Mary. Hopping. <laughs> I just upward momentum. Do you put yourself in a sippy cup? That's usually the best. You want a lid, a container, so when you hop, you can bounce. Mm -hmm, um, it's a little difficult getting on uh, buses uh -huh. because they have stairs. Luckily, I got Benny. Benny only works four days a week, but Benny picks me up. Um, like, like, literally, like, he uses his hands, and he sets me on the bus. The other bus drivers, they're going to be hot, but Benny, he knows what's up. Huh, I have a feeling that Benny has partaken in a Bloody Mary or two. Benny is an alcoholic, and that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to get back. I wanted to talk about what you said about bartenders. Yes. Not, oh, yeah. Not liking me. I get that, and I understand it, and it's nonsense. Don't, don't be able to make it if you're not prepared. I was at an Irish pub one time, and I said, give me one of me. And the bartender said, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and I said, yeah, I want, I want one of me. He was like, I don't want to make that. And I said, you gotta. And he did, and he called me a fuckface. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's pretty With rude. I would, never, I would never do that to anyone. But I like, was a regular. I did know him very well. I took it as a compliment. He was an old Irish man. Oh, he was, <laughs> just, he was just joshing you. Exactly. Yeah, I'll say I used to work in an Irish pub and work brunch, and I made the best of you. <laughs> I believe I you. bought pepper jack cheese for you in the morning. <laughs> I skewered some pepperoncini for you. Oh my you God, styled better. your hair. Yes. Oh, I feel beautiful already. Just thinking about. <laughs> so my question is: Is that okay? You claim to be the Bloody Mary. You're the yes. the original Bloody Mary. Yes. There, there's no questions of the queen. There's no, no questions of no, the No, I don't have nothing against Protestants or Catholics. Nothing to do with Mary, Queen of Scots. We're doing fine. Um, I also, I'm not a ghost. I don't know who started that. It might have been Hemingway. He was a real fuckwit. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I've never been a ghost. I've never shown up at a slumber party. I don't think that would be appropriate. Oh, they're like, hey, kids, I'm in your mirror, I got vodka. Be, oh, my God, could you imagine that that's what showed up? <laughs> that'd be an Mary, involved party. Mary, right? Yeah, it's like, oh, let's, instead of doing hair, let's just make Bloody Marys. Could you imagine, like, a seven-year-old <laughs> with a Bloody Mary bar? They're like, here's your celery. Put it. It's like, your, it's a spoon now. They wouldn't get it. I'm trying to be good to the kids. Right, it's like those Lunchables. You have those little Lunchable crackers with that little plastic stick, but instead you could just give a Bloody Mary and Lunchables. Everything in your Bloody Mary should be edible. That's one of the rules. <laughs> oh, everything you put in? Yes. 
So if you've got a skewer, I better be able to eat that skewer. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that's pretty streamlined of you. Mm. Beef stick. <laughs> <laughs> what is the most, actually, what is the most elaborate uh, hairdo or hat you've ever donned? Oh, oh boy. I've seen a few. People always messing with me. They're trying to reinvent the wheel. I'm okay with it, but I also like to judge it. Um, a, a full hamburger? That's nonsense, but I'm into it. I've had a full hamburger. <laughs> I've seen a chicken. A whole chicken? Mm. A whole rotisserie hmm. chicken. I'm in for that. House made, possibly? <laughs> <laughs> um, I did once. I had, I, I, there was a Bloody Mary. It was in Laguna Beach. And, and it was it was really thick, and they put, like, three shrimps and a piece of beet on the skewer. I, I was into that. Sorry, a piece of beet? Beets. Like beet. the, the fruit. The, the Vegetable? Liquor. What are beets? <laughs> Complete sidebar. What are beets? Dr. Dre beets by Dr. Dre? It's a root. It's a root. <laughs> a root vegetable. Shrimp um, and beets has never been a thing I've ever thought to be. I know, perhaps. <laughs> a root tuber. A tuber. <laughs> a root tuber. Is not a tuber. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I know. <laughs> but uh, my all-time favorite, my go-to. If you want to cheat with your Bloody Mary, if you want it to be fancy, but you don't got fancy ingredients, you only need one fancy ingredient, and that's bacon jam. Bacon oh. jam. It's jam made from bacon. <laughs> I would never have guessed. Yeah. And From I'm, the name, yeah. how could that possibly be? I'm just sitting here guessing. <laughs> you just add it to your Bloody Mary, garnish with a stick of bacon. Maybe you eat it with bacon. Just, just bacon, you know, bacon you tomato imagine? juice. So like that was your straw? that was your favorite like rendition of yourself. I got a few. I got a lot. I really like myself. If it's not, if it's not apparent. So who are you? Who is Bloody Mary? Okay, so I'm I'm the Bloody Mary. I am 87 years old, still young, looking great. Thank you. Uh, lots of myths. Some French bartender said I was invented in France. No. <laughs> I was invented in New York. Or as they say, New York. I haven't decided. And I've just existed, kind of existentially. I don't know how to explain the spirits of inanimate objects to you people. It's kind of like Greek mythology. It's kind of just weird. Have you always been... In existence to the point where you can like interact with like us. Oh no, that took that took 20, 30 years. I just I was behind this bar in New York, just like I want to fucking talk to somebody, you know? Were you just Going in the crazy. mix bottle? Years of- Constantly. All right, I'm long past fermentation date. They just left me sealed. Uh I used to be called a red snapper. Um, some moron tried to call me a bucket of blood. It wasn't finally until someone called me Bloody Mary that I could, I was like, aha, that's me. <laughs> and that's said, who maybe I am. that's where the, the myth came. Somebody said it three times or ordered three of them and you came alive. Oh my God. <laughs> I never thought of myself that way. If I was some sort of magical being, I just thought, eh, I got lucky, you know? To me, I feel like you're fairly magical. You're sitting here. You're telling your story. Well, great. And you're spreading. I feel like you have an awful large family, too. You have a cousin, Bloody Maria. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, she's a little true. spicy. She is. She's good. She's fun at parties. <laughs> <laughs> you have a, a pup, too. Yeah, salty, salty dog. dog. I got this cousin. I can't pronounce his name. He's Michelides. Micheladas. Who's Greek? Nah, he's Mexican. Oh. <laughs> Michelada. He's oh, there it is. Greek? Michelides. <laughs> 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 I 
It's a very, it's a niche joke. It was good. <laughs> For the Greeks out yeah, there. Yeah. Greek humor. I get one a month. <laughs> now, not because I'm curious or anything. But no. What's a salty dog? It's, am I thinking the right name? The salty, yeah, salty dog's dog is Clamato, a uh, salt rim. That's a great Oh, no, Caesar. Salt. Salty Caesar. Oh, that oh. might be it. That's it. Salty yeah, the dog's Caesar. the vodka, grapefruit, salt. Oh, yeah, Salty Dog is the... Is Greyhound the with Greyhound salt. With yeah, salt. that's right. Sorry. My apologies. It's the Salty Caesar. <laughs> and oh. it's um, it's Clamato, vodka, salt rim, with all the... Maybe. <laughs> very well done. <laughs> I went to France. I could not say syllables. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go to France, and I could still achieve it. What so, is it? Yeah. Salty Caesar? Salty Caesar. So yeah, that's one of your cousins, right? Yeah. I mean, he, he sounds like me, but not as good. Like almost me. I don't know why. But sure. I can have a Roman cousin. That's fine. Yeah. Seems like he might have an attitude with all the saltiness. We all do. <laughs> we can't help it. What is it that you want to tell listeners about about you, Bloody Mary? Okay. I'm so nervous. I didn't think I'd actually get here. Uh, two things. One, Hemingway. I don't know if I mentioned this. I knew Hemingway. <laughs> yeah, you called him a... a fuckwit, I believe. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever it was, he deserved it. Uh, he claimed that he named me. He was like, oh, my friend Mary. And there's drinks after it is red, so it's bloody. No, I've always been bloody Mary. I don't want Hemingway to have credit for anything. Even the books he wrote, which I refuse to read. He was a fuckwit. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you guys are real good friends. Uh, he was lovely. Secondly, I wanted to talk to you guys about about how I make myself. I know that's counterintuitive. I'm like, what, are you behind the bar just mixing drinks? I am. Don't think about it too hard. I'm the embodiment of a beverage. So here's, here's how you make a Bloody Mary. Okay, all you need to know, you can make Bloody Marys however you want, but there's two things that I like. One, don't use regular salt. Use celery salt. Go over the top, put too much in there, piss off your friends with how salty it is. Celery salt in the drink, celery salt on the rim. That's what you do. Also, none of this Tabasco nonsense. This is controversial. (laughs) Hold up. I have have ruined friendships. (laughs) I have been asked, stop making Bloody Marys that way. I've been asked that before. I like like sriracha. I put sriracha in my Bloody Marys rather than Tabasco. Hmm. I know all the <laughs> all the bartenders are silently judging me in front of their microphone. Oh, not so silently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and 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 I know I said two things, but there's there's, there's more. There's one thing I want to come clean about. One thing. I pulled a joke once in 1927. It was the greatest prank of my life. I told these dumbos late. Years later, I repeated it to Hemingway, and he took it and ran with it. I was like, hey, you got a bad hangover? <laughs> you know what would be great? More vodka, just disguised. And they bought it. So now I people will drink me all times a day. It's the best. You hoodwinked them. You may be the most popular cocktail of all time, do I dare say? Bloody Mary? That's, I don't oh, know. Can we discuss oh that? Can we discuss? Yes, we can. Yeah, yeah. I, yay, nay. I don't know. Yeah, yay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he, he, <laughs> she is right here. She is right here. <laughs> can you think of a more 
any time of day cocktail. Like that somebody would drink at any time of the day. Me and mimosa are good girlfriends, but yeah, but you don't drink mimosa ever at night. I've That's never true. had an order of a mimosa after like ten o'clock at night. True. Or even like five o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, that's a good. Uh, Can you think of a co- any cocktail that somebody would order? So at- the question is more popular throughout the day. The, the most, po- popular, the most popular, any popular time of the day. Any time of the day that somebody yeah. will call by name. And this is all going to be facts because we said it on the podcast. Yeah, that's what we do. Facts, <laughs> all facts. Facts. I'm thinking of uh, like a gimlet or something, but even then, that's not. No, that they yeah. don't. Order, no one orders that in the. I mean, morning. to be fair, in the morning, Ooh, margarita oh, is a pretty good that's, one. I wouldn't she's say she's a pretty cool lady. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could get behind margarita. Also, just beer but and more, wine in general. But margarita yeah. more popular than Bloody Mary for all-time date, anytime drink? We're the two shameless drinks, her and I. Have you ever you have, met margarita? Oh, plenty of times. Friends with Maria, I'm assuming. Yeah, that's how. Met oh, that's through. how you're introduced? Yeah. Introduced ages ago. She went through this renaissance in Dallas when she got all blended. Uh, but still, uh, I'm into it. <laughs> margarita and Bloody Mary, they, they would make a good match i don't know yeah. if you should i don't know if you should go between the two but if you're there like with a friend and you're like a bloody mary person and they're a margarita uh, person you probably get along yeah you can hang out yeah it's a good time i want to be honest with you and i, I want to be vulnerable for the audience i uh i'm a little jealous of michelada because he's got like the kick of the bloody mary but he's way easier to make <laughs> Um, I hope, I hope people don't catch on. I hope they keep ordering me, but then he comes and he flirts with Margarita and he's like, Hey baby. And she's like, Oh, nice to see you again. And I'm like, I'm right here. You know, (laughs) 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 Oh, that sounds rough. I mean, it's fine. Like Michelada, like he's not going to be at like, like a, your bar. Is he, is he at your bar? Nikki. (laughs) (laughs) I was just, sorry. I got lost in this soap opera. Because I'm like, if I had Sir Michelada, I would, yeah, after that, I don't think I'd give you a second thought. I don't yeah. wow. feeling yeah. this. You, it's, a, it's a progression. Yeah. Yeah. I could go from you to him, give him, you know. Oh, boy, it's my worst. Yeah. This is why <laughs> I've been losing sleep at night. Maybe we should. I don't want to rank you, but. No, I get it. I get it. Now, to be fair, I think I am more delicious, and I am closer to being food than a drink than he you is. You are. You are. Um. But simplicity's sake, he's there for you. And also, you know, people like beer. And there's no beer in me because I'm a classy lady. (laughs) (laughs) Straight vodka, hannies. (laughs) I still focus on the Tabasco thing. It's still getting to me a little bit. Okay, let's talk about it because I've never really dug in on this. I just like the sriracha. Well, but, okay, so let me ask you this. I don't think sriracha is in your classic recipe. It's not traditional, so you, not at all. So you've done a lot of changes through the oh, years. Personally, yeah. So I'm this, rediscovering this myself. Is, this is the, the attire you like to wear at the moment. Yes. It'll probably change. Hmm, I could roll with that. That's a good That's a good justification. <laughs> but hey, but yeah, you know, if, if you only have your Tabasco Bloody Marys, have a sriracha one. See what happens. That's true. I haven't had a sriracha Mary. I am a Cholula fan. Oh, oh, I love Cholula. Oh, completely unrelated. I'm into that. Has <laughs> <laughs> anyone tried a crystal? Like a crystal hot sauce? Ugh. I'm worried someone's going to show up with like with like some 
apologies to South Carolina, like some South Carolina hot sauce and be like, this is how you make a Bloody Mary. And then I'll just have to kill myself. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> think, I don't think anyone ever puts crystal in a, in a Bloody I, Mary. I, yeah, I just like that hot sauce, but I've never tried it. With... Yeah, because you put that on everything, <laughs> eggs. Uh, see, I'm Tabasco all the way, to be honest. Tabasco on everything. What's I your, like that. What's your crystal go-to? I don't, like, not enough. I don't know. I just, every so often I'll put it on, like, potatoes or something like that, but. That's my ketchup in a weird way. Mm. It's not often, but I do like it. I think it's more more affordable, too. Is it? Yeah. I think it's like... <laughs> That's the kicker. I think it's like 18 cents per ounce. I don't know. Oh, fiscal responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> For an irresponsible reason. 18 cents per ounce. <laughs> <laughs> She's broken it down. I know how to shop. I know how to shop. You look at the small price yeah, tag. Yeah, no, that's how you shop. Yeah. You know, everyone knows that, right? Bloody Mary, you know this? You're about to change my whole world. And I'll tell you how I know this. Talk about world change. I was. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the big issues. Like price per ounce. It's true, though. <laughs> I was in the grocery store and I was looking at the spice, sta- like the spice station. And I was trying to figure out what best spice to buy for like oregano or something. And, you know, they all have different prices mm-hmm. because of the bottle shape, but they're all oregano. Did they and have celery salt? Yes. They okay, have cel- good. Yeah. They, well, me, I was looking for Bloody Mary mix and I needed celery salt, oregano, you know, whatever you need for the Bloody Mary mix. And I couldn't decide which one to buy. And this random God came up to me and was like, <laughs> you know how, you know how to shop in a grocery store, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, who are you, sir? And he goes, you don't look at the price. You don't look at the sale price. You look at the tiny little price on the bottom right, mm-hmm. and it breaks it down to per ounce, to per pound, to per sheet of toilet paper. And no matter whatever the sale price is or whatever they're trying to like, like make you buy, you can always tell exactly what is the cheapest thing by quantity per ounce by the actual like weight. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> You look a little woozy there, yeah, Mary. Yeah, I'm swaying a bit. <laughs> I gotta make sure I'm buying. I'm buying my my vegetable juice appropriately. You know, it's, it's that's true. It's a game changer. Mm-hmm. Wow, talking about game changers. Ooh, let's take the changer out of that and play a game. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Does anybody wanna? Does anyone wanna split the rest of this bottle with me? Of uh, yeah, all three, everybody. Oh, you brought your own vodka. Constantly. Do you just like fill yourself Constantly. up all the time? I do. I do. I, I, um, I, I got to top myself off regularly from the splashing, from the hopping. Oh yeah, that makes um, sense. But also personally, I am delicious. Oh, so yeah. it's hard. Self-sustaining? Yes. Hold on. This might be a bad idea. You sound Ooh, pretty good. That's yeah. me. That's me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it didn't spill a topping either. Okay. So game changer to the game. Yeah, changing. <laughs> to the, yep, that. <laughs> game changer to game playing. Uh, we're going to go into rapid guest questions. And if you don't mind, would you both w- would like to participate? Yes. Yes. I'm fine yes. with that. Okay. Uh, so basically how this game works is we are going to ask a question and you are both going to answer the same question uh, one after another as quickly as possible because the whole point of it is it's rapid. So, <laughs> shall we? Hence the name. Yes. <laughs> Got missed it the first time. Shall we? Yeah, well, let's do it. Uh, what time do you wake up? 11. Whenever. <laughs> is a hot dog a sandwich? No. 
I mean, there's bread. <laughs> if you were a cocktail, what cocktail would you be? Martini. A michelada. I don't want to talk about it. Donning a different cape. If you were driving... Oh, God, this question. If you were driving a train and there are five people on the track and you would kill those people... It's <laughs> so really Yes. Rewarded. Is that the answer? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but you had a lever that would change the train to a different track, but that track had a blood sucking monster that would kill you <laughs> would you pull the lever no <laughs> mickey i like you <laughs> that's the right answer i'm too drunk to care anyway you just five people and i'm still alive i'll get over it well yeah you have a heritage to keep up exactly uh if a pot of gold does not exist at the end of the rainbow then what is at the end of a rainbow dragons Ooh, nice. a bloody mary come on <laughs> You're there. It's me. Hi. You're always at the end of the rainbow. <laughs> it's just very disorienting. How do, get, how do you get all over the place like that? I got to hook up with leprechauns, but that's a whole other wormhole we can't talk about right mm. now. That might be a whole other show. Yeah. <laughs> when you stir a spirit forward cocktail, what do you think about? Ooh. Probably that. <laughs> Don't you look Ooh. nice? I can't wait till you're done. It's like a little, dir- <laughs> a little direct eye contact. <laughs> like, how you doing? <laughs> I think for Blade Mary, when you get stirred, what do you think about? Oh, oh this, no. I, there might be children listening. I'm not comfortable. There's no children. We have a 21 and older uh, criteria. You're yeah. a smart lady. That's why. Uh, do you see us in your nightmares? No. I mean, no, no. I can't say anything mean about the two of you. I'm thinking of a mythological creature. What creature am I thinking of? A centaur. Hippogriff. <laughs> no. Two good ones. <laughs> a man walks into a bar and go. Hi, my name's Marty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a better punchline than that. That's great. <laughs> I'm going to do that. I'm going to walk into a bar. And, and you just, say that? Just announce to everyone, hi, I'm Marty. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, boy. Okay. You just created a new cocktail. Now make up a name for it and go. Oh, the crutch bearer. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Bloody Ruth. It's just me with gin. Because uh. all the people named Ruth drink gin. <laughs> My grandmother's name was Ruth, and she did drink gin. Right? Yeah. My Whoa. boyfriend drinks gin because he's an old lady. <laughs> <laughs> if you could only drink one cocktail for the rest of your life, what cocktail would it be? I've answered this before, and I'm going to change it. Oh, a cocktail. Uh, martini. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I think wine. Wine would be nice. <laughs> there's, so many change- there's so many nuances that you can yeah. get. Yes. Um, margarita. Oh. All right. This one's a little complicated. If to survive the apocalypse, you had to keep half of your body human, but fuse the other half of your body as a different animal to survive, what animal and what half? I would keep my top half human because it would probably retain my human thinking brain on how to counteract and <laughs> attack my enemies. Oh god, and, I want to know what the bottom is. Um, I'd probably do some kind of panther so I can climb trees but also run fast. 
Oh, sweet. Oh, Mickey, I'm Mendig. into that. <laughs> I, uh, first of all, I get to be human, which is great. So I just think because I've gotten good at hopping, just lower half, Bloody Mary, top half, human person with thumbs. Very exciting. Grabbing things for the first time. That would be a game changer for you, I it think. Would, it would, oh, change my whole world. Oh, the places you'll go. Hopping still. <laughs> <laughs> A guest just told me a really bad joke. What's your laugh? Oh, I give the stare. Just dead Especially silence? if it's very off color. Good for you. The dead stare. She's staring at us. It's the wall. We'll, and we'll give going the, up. We'll give we'll give <laughs> the awkward silence right now to counteract the dead stare. Oof. Ugh. That was awkward. Ooh. I'm glad. I hope that they feel that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sympathetic laugher. I laugh when a joke is bad, but I have mad respect for the people who just, your joke was bad. That's my favorite. <laughs> Shut it down. Yeah. Exactly. Think before you speak next time. It's kind, it's kind of like a... <laughs> it's short, but I did it because, I don't know, I feel bad for them for telling a bad joke. Which maybe I shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> it's like enabling them. Yeah, it's the worst. You're going to hear another one. What? No, damn it. It's what Bloody Marys are for. Drink in the morning, kids. <laughs> it's healthy. Oh. All right. And finally, it's a three-parter. Answer. <laughs> <laughs> this gets less rapid as time goes on. I know. Uh, can you make me something good? What do you like to make? And do you have Red Bull? Uh, yes, I like to make all these drinks. That's why I put them on the menu. No, we don't have Red Bull, but I can milk a bull for you. (laughs) (laughs) It's an involved cocktail, if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) 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 Bull didn't like that. Okay, so I, I can make a Bloody Mary. I prefer a Bloody Mary. And no, why are you putting Red Bull in your? It's tomato soup and vodka. You don't. You're not in a rush. Take your time. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> no, no Red Bull and Bloody Mary. Come on now. That, that be, has to have been done. You know what? We've I got Worcestershire sauce and and all sorts of stuff, but Red Bull is a step too far. I love Worcestershire. It's so good. I also like that in this country, there's no there's no unifying pronunciation of that word. Worcestershire. No, yeah, Worcestershire, just more fun to say. I, I worked at a British pub for like a hot second, and they spent. A good week trying to teach us how to say Worcestershire. Worcestershire. It's like a brush. I still don't have it. Like (laughs) this is how hard this word is, unless you're like from like the British area, like Worcester, Worcester, Worcestershire. I don't know. I can't even remember. Worcestershire. There's like a week of freaking saying it too, and I still have no idea. You just ignore all the words in the middle and say Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Yeah. Yeah. I get a surprise. Worcestershire. <laughs> <laughs> but boy, oh boy, that was, you guys did a really good job. Better than the most. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Sorry to all previous guests. <laughs> no, not sorry. Some of you guys suck at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty rapid. Yeah, that was like rapid guest questions at its best. I'm really impressed. So basically going out of this, I want to go into plugs. Mickey, do you have anything you want to tell uh, listeners Things you're doing, where to find you, maybe your Instagram. Um, come visit me at the Streamliner. We are at the Streamliner Bar on Instagram. Um, we are open from 4.47 to 2 a.m. every night. 
um, the reason 447. In case you have a five o'clock train, you can come in, have a quick martini, and not miss your train. Love that. Uh, we're located in Union Station in downtown LA. Um, we have some snacks and we have great drinks, and uh, most everything is under 10 bucks. Whoa. Oh, yeah. I, we forgot to mention the cocktail prices are amazing. Oh, boy. I'll be that for fine. LA. It's <laughs> outrageous. There's a amazing. few that are around like 10, 11, but most of them are under <gasps> 10 bucks. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And dangerous some of the best cocktails as well. you'll have in the city. Yeah. Hands down. Thank you. All right. And. Blade Mary, we heard, heard all about you, but I would like you to plug as Billy. Oh dear, I gotta, I gotta break down this fourth wall real quick. Oh, oh. <laughs> all right, that was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna be able to talk tomorrow. Uh, hi, my name is Billy McCartney. Uh, I'm a stand-up comedian and an actor in Los Angeles. Sweet, uh, but big deal. I, I, I host a show at the Ice House in Pasadena every two months. Um, it's called Fa La 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 Land. Our next show is <laughs> right. It's musical comedy, so that's why we've got Fa yeah. La 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 Land. Uh, I host. Come say hello. And then uh, let listeners know how they can find your future shows too. Oh, if they can't follow make that one. me. I love attention, guys. So follow me on Twitter, which is, uh, is I'm so dumb. They're different. Twitter is Billy underscore MCC, and Instagram is Billy McCartney, all one word. And that's the two good ones. That's the ones I like to upload because they're on my phone and in my pocket and easy to use. Nice. Awesome. Thank you so much, Billy, for coming in and working your magic. <laughs> Thanks for having me, kids. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so uh, if you have an amazing story and you want to tell us or maybe be a guest on Talk Tales, go to our website at www.talktalesthepodcast.com. And on our homepage, you can submit your own stories via email at talktalesthepodcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. And if you like our show, do us a solid. Subscribe. Leave us a review. This is a DIY project, and all the love we get helps us grow. And if that love comes in the form of a charitable donation, you can share that love on our Patreon page, which you can find the link on our website, TalkTalesThePodcast.com, or on Patreon.com backslash TalkTalesThePodcast. I also really want to thank our good friend Josh for composing our theme song, and thank you to my brother-in-law Grayson for creating our badass logo Yes, thank you. And uh, you know what? Speaking of Patreon and support, uh, we're a little more supported. We right are now. supported in the biggest way ever. Uh, we got to do a, an awesome shout out. Uh, one of our amazing friends, Sarah Choi, donated to our Patreon. And we want to thank you so much, Sarah Choi. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's it's really generous of you and, and generous contributions. So thank you very much. And we appreciate your listening and thinking of us and contributing to us. Yeah. And we got a good fun care package coming to you and some fun things and a video happening too. So yeah, um, look out for that, Sarah. We love you. Yeah, thank you. Well, uh, thank you to our guests. And uh, of course, all of us on TalkTales are above the legal drinking age and enjoy serving and drinking alcohol. We do so responsibly, though, and ask that you do the same. So please do not consume alcohol and drive and consume responsibly. And that's 100%. And, of course, thanks to Adele, our mixtress, you kick ass, take names, and we couldn't do this thing without you. You're the best of the best. True story. And I think it's that time that we go out of this bad boy uh, with a cheers. With a cheers. Let's do it. Cheers, everyone. Thank you. Cheers. Woo. Cheers. Cheers. Talk tail. Talk tail. Talk tail.